Good morning. This podcast is aimed towards teenagers this morning. So whether you have a teenage daughter, a niece, a friend, a sister, a cousin, whoever you think needs to listen to this podcast, which is all about body positivity and some lessons that I feel I wish I'd known when I was a teenager, make sure you give them a listen to this podcast. Um, so hello, teenagers. If you haven't heard of me before, I'm Susie. I run a business called Styled by Susie, which I've had for seven years now. And I work with women of all ages on a daily basis, helping them to feel confident in their, in their own skin, basically. So I teach them how to dress for their body shape, their coloring and their personality and empower them to make good decisions when they shop for themselves. And something I feel really passionate about is helping teenage girls because I'll be honest, I really worry about you guys and I worry about social media these days and all of the the images that you're bombarded with. Because when I think about when I was a teenager, it was blooming hard enough back then. I mean, it was only five years ago. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was hard enough back then. And we didn't have Instagram, we didn't have Snapchat. And all the different ways that people can contact you and all the different images that you're bombarded with every day. So I just wanted to chat to you really today and give you some advice from my point of view and some things that I hope will help you. And if I help just one teenage girl today, then my work is done. So I must say that with podcasts, I never work to a script. It's never pre-planned. Um, I'm kind of in the flow, as Russell Brand would say. So yeah, I will try and keep it on track as much as I can. So my first piece of advice, and we're gonna start off in a lighthearted way, is don't touch your eyebrows. The, honestly, this is probably the, the best advice that any teenage girl can have. And most women that are my age now wish that they'd been told this back in the 90s. Because when I was at school, it was when the Spice Girls were first around and the, the whole fashion was to have really thin, plucked eyebrows. Now, obviously, when, we, when we're now in our 30s and 40s, we're regretting this decision, which is why we're having our, our eyebrows microbladed and filled in. We draw them on every day. <laughs> so leave your eyebrows alone. You can obviously get them shaped if you want, but don't pluck them into oblivion. Honestly, keep your eyebrows as they are. And the other really really important advice I can give you is to look after your skin so again when I was on my first girly holiday in Turkey I thought it was a great idea to pretty much cook my skin in the sun I think I used Hawaiian Tropic which is like an oil and um, yeah it, it just was not good and I burnt myself so badly my friends burnt themselves so badly we all blistered and it was absolutely gross and you really need to look after your skin. So when you're in the sun or when you're on your holiday, etc., or every night, try and get in the habit of moisturizing your skin and just taking care of it because your skin is an organ at the end of the day. So take good care of it because later on you will thank yourself. Actually, no, you'll thank me. <laughs> when I'm in my 80s, you'll say, oh, I listened to a really good lady once called Style by Susie and I have amazing skin now. So yeah, skin and eyebrows, they are the two best bits of advice I can give you. Right, so I'm aware that you guys are, a lot of you might be on Instagram 
and you are probably feeling like you're bombarded every day with images of perfection and really beautiful girls on social media with long blonde hair, amazing bodies, tanned skin, etc., designer clothing. And we're living in a world now of Instagram influencers. And this is quite a worrying trend because I can see from the latest series of Love Island that most people that are in there are some form of Instagram influencer. What is an influencer? So I genuinely think that Instagram influencers and influencers of any kind are slowly on the way out. Um, this is because I think people are really loving real content more and more. And I think an influencer is somebody that has been paid by a brand. So the brand have looked at them and thought, you know, we'll, we'll give them this product to recommend because they've got loads and loads of followers and you know they'll they'll be a good advert for our brand and it depends on what they're advertising some things are harmless you know they can advertise a bag or a pair of shoes other things are quite harmful which I'll move on to in a minute which are things like um skinny teas and skinny coffees and things like that and some a-listers so for example people like Kim Kardashian Khloe Kardashian they're paid literally thousands and I mean tens of thousands of pounds for one Instagram post saying I've tried this product it was amazing you should all go and buy it and a lot of people believe it people and it obviously works because that's why the brands pay them to do this and everyone goes and buys it and they spend their money on it because this celebrity or this influencer has recommended it and this can be anything and I, I just think that to aspire to be an influencer which a lot of teenagers are saying now there's it, it's not something to aspire to honestly firstly as I said just now I think it is on the way out I've noticed a trend where I I don't follow any influencers at all on my Instagram because I just find it infuriating because in my mind, if you see somebody saying, I'm wearing this dress from such and such, and it's great, and I'm wearing it with these shoes from such and such, and then you scroll down and you see ad, or hashtag ad, hashtag gifted, hashtag sponsored, and you realize that they're being paid to sell you that product. Would that person spend their hard-earned money and go and buy that dress? Would they genuinely spend that money and go and buy those shoes? They might do. Chances are, probably not. And they've been, they've been paid to do it or by any other means, who knows, they get commission. Um, so when you see influencers on Instagram, it is, it is very fake. Please don't be taken in by what they're selling. And it is not something to aspire to do or be. I think influencers feel a lot of pressure as well. So, you know, they're, they're pressured to say certain things in their content. And I just think there's a huge backlash against it at the moment. So I think the world of influencing is very short lived these days. So I just wanted to sort of explain how that works because I think if you're not aware of it, it's easy to be taken in, particularly if it's a celebrity that you really like following. So I don't know, someone like Kendall, Kendall, what's her name? Kendall Jenner. I'm hip. Um, 
or Kylie Jenner, whoever it is, just be aware that when they're selling you something, they're advertising something, they have been paid an extortionate amount of money to do so, despite morals or whether they actually genuinely recommend the product. So when you see that, just keep that in mind. And this leads me on to my next topic, which is um, diet lollipops, um, slimming teas, slimming coffees, they are the work of the devil, genuinely. Now, I listened to a great podcast last week. I'm not going to take the credit for this information I'm about to give you. Um, I listened to a great podcast last week. One of my friends and fellow um, business owners, a personal trainer called Fit With Frank, he's amazing and he has guests on his podcast. And last week, he had a guest nutritionist and oh my God, I've forgotten what his name is. I'm going to pause this while I find his name. Hold on. Ben Coomber, that's his name. <laughs> I, had to, I had to find that and credit him because he was absolutely fascinating. Um, and they did a podcast last week about this subject. And you see lots and lots of these diet teas and diet coffees and skinny teas, etc., sold in worryingly health food shops like Holland and Barrett, which I think is so irresponsible because Holland and Barrett is a place where you buy healthy supplements, healthy food, and it is terrible that they are advertising these products. Anyway, you will see a lot of celebrities, people from TOWIE, um, people from, I don't know, all sorts of reality shows. You'll also see influencers. You'll even see exercise influencers endorsing these products on Instagram. It's terrible. They'll be holding a box Say I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say a word of one of the brands in case I get sued, um, but they'll hold one of these products and they'll say, "Ladies, if you want to get a body like this, I'm off to Marbs in a few weeks. You must take this tea. I've lost such and such." These products are loaded with laxatives, nothing else, and they they will just make you they'll make you poo. <laughs> it's pretty much what they'll make you do. Um. And this, this guy, this Ben Coomber was saying that a lot of people do tend to lose weight on these products, but purely because the intention that they have while they're taking these teas or while they're drinking these coffees is that they, they start eating healthily. So they may lose a few pounds, but that's because they're eating healthily. It's got nothing to do with the product and the product is going to strip your body of any form of nutrients that you've got. It's terrible. And my biggest advice about things to do with your body is to just look after it as much as you can. Don't go for these horrible products that are being sold to us by celebrities and influencers. The best way to take care of your body is to eat well. It really is. It's literally that simple. You shouldn't put any of these products anywhere near your body. They're no good for you and they'll make you feel grotty when you're on them and they're just no good. So when it comes to your body and any form of diet or anything, it doesn't work. You've just got to take care of your body, give it decent nutrients, lots of fruits, lots of vegetables, lots of water, take care of yourselves. And that is the key. It's just stripping it back to basics. Please don't be influenced by any of these horrible products that are on the market because 
they don't work and they're absolutely toxic and I hope one day they're completely banned. I think another worrying trend is the rise in plastic surgery and the rise in aesthetic procedures and cosmetic procedures which I think originally were designed for you know the the sort of more mature age group and they are being increasingly used by teenagers and 20 year olds things like lip plumping cheek fillers things that you can get put in your bum to make it bigger these procedures are so dangerous and you honestly don't need them this is such a fad and it's such a dangerous fad as well that the thing that worries me is that we're losing the concept of natural beauty and all those things that make us so individual and so beautiful that you know having a having a bigger nose or having thin lips or whatever it is that that's what makes you you that's what makes you beautiful if we all start injecting ourselves with different things and having the same teeth and the same jawline, we're all gonna look like robots and we're all gonna look like clones and we're gonna lose any form of individuality. And so many of these things can be, can be done with makeup as well. So if you wanted to you know, make your lips look fuller, for example, you can do that with lip liner, you can do that with, with different lipsticks and things like that, you don't have to resort to things like that and don't feel that pressure because it's so so dangerous particularly the bum lifting and things like that when you see girls that have had that done it's not safe and it's not something to aspire to do honestly it's a really flippant thing to be able to just say you know love your body and love it as it is because god that's that's sometimes years worth of a journey to do and sometimes some women never achieve it and some days you'll love your body other days you won't but my my biggest advice when it comes to your body and you know when you feel like you want to change it or look like everybody else or that your friend's got bigger boobs or your friend's got a, a bigger bum there are things about you that are totally unique and things about you that other people will wish that they've got and the most important advice I can give you is to dress your body shape how it is. Make the most of the things that are really good about your shape because you're in your absolute prime and you will be for many years to come. And there are so many beautiful things about you that you don't have to aspire to look like, you know, a, a plastic version of yourself because you've already got everything you need. Accentuate the good parts of yourself do this with different jeans, different tops, different accessories. And the more you do that, the more you learn to focus on the bits of your body that you like, the more you get to that stage where you learn to love your body rather than looking at yourself every day and thinking, I don't like this and I don't like that and I wish I had this and I wish I had that. It's a very negative mindset. But if you focus on the good about your body and the good about the parts of your face that you love, that is the key to self-love and self-acceptance. And also to compliment your friends because I think everybody loves a compliment. Everyone, it makes your day when somebody in the street stops you and says that they love your outfit or when one of your friends says, oh, I love your hair. Compliment each other. Get in the habit of telling your friends the really good things about them. You know, I love this. I wish I could wear this because of that. And you've got the most amazing bum or legs. 
Um, I love your hair. Honestly, you know, when the trouble with women is that when we get together, we can almost feed off that negativity and we can sit there and we can say, oh, well, I really want to lose this amount of weight and I really hate this and I really hate that. Why don't you talk about the positives, sit there with your friends and say, I really love this about you and I love your makeup and maybe you can teach me how to do this and how do you do that? And really talk about those positive aspects of your friends because the more you tell them how good they look and what you love about them, the more they will believe that and the more that they will feel encouraged to do it back to you and to do it to other people and it will become like a chain chain reaction. I've seen so many makeup bloggers or makeup um, influencers or whoever they are on Instagram who absolutely cake on the makeup to cover things, you know, natural beauty, things like freckles. Freckles, I think, are absolutely beautiful. And it's so sad because I already see young girls my son's age who are already self-conscious of their freckles and they hate them. I love freckles. I spent my whole teenage years wishing I had freckles. And I think at one stage I actually drew them on, which was really, really weird looking. Um, but that's an example of things that you should embrace because you know, they're, they're masking it and they're using this really thick foundation to cover their natural beauty. And we're living in a world of filters and Snapchat filters and things like that. And I've actually read that a lot of, a lot of people are taking a photo of themselves with a Snapchat filter on to surgeries or to makeup counters and saying, this is what I want to look like. And the trouble with those filters is that they're not reality. And that I've seen someone who has used about five different filters on Instagram. And you see them in real life and they look completely different. So if you ever get into that stage where you're comparing yourself to somebody on Instagram, remember that in real life they look completely different. And that so many celebrities and so many influencers and so many people on Instagram use not just one app, sometimes three apps to make their face look completely different. They'll smooth out their nose, they'll use different filters to make their skin look smoother. When in reality, skin doesn't look like that. No matter how clear your skin is, you're still going to see the pores on your face. Everybody's got freckles, everybody's got blemishes on their skin. That's what, that's normal. That's skin. <laughs> but the more we're seeing these filtered images, the more we're feeling like that's a wrong thing to have. So just be wary that when you look at people's photos like that, it's not reality. And that if you saw those people in real life, including celebrities, they really wouldn't look like that. I think on the topic of style, I would say something that's very important is to really channel your own style and your own likes and dislikes. It's very easy when you're in your teenage years to be heavily influenced by obviously fashions, but also by what your friends are wearing and what's cool, for example. Um, what is really important is to try and be authentically you in your style. Now, this is a really hard thing to do as a teenager because it's all very well me saying this in my 30s when I have a lot more confidence behind me. It's much harder when you're your age too to try and be that trailblazer. But it's going to give you a much better sense of identity. And over time, you're going to get a much clearer sense of style. And you'll probably inspire other people to do the same as well. It's very obvious when somebody has just copied somebody else's style. And 
in my experience, I've worked with thousands of women. I have clients all around the world and every single woman has a completely different style. And some, some girls look great when they wear edgy clothes. So things like ripped jeans, slogan t-shirts, Doc Martin boots, etc. And then you get other girls that look really great when they wear more feminine styles, you know, florals and play suits and pretty girly stuff. Now, if you, if you were to kind of mix those two personalities, so say if you suddenly dressed somebody who had a really girly style personality in something really edgy, it just wouldn't look like her. She wouldn't look comfortable in it. It wouldn't look authentically her. So I think when you're looking at, when you're looking at things that you like and when you're shopping with your mum or you're shopping with your friends, try and be that person that says, oh, actually, I like this. Or pick out something that isn't like your friend's. And if there's a particular celebrity who has a style that you like, it's not a bad thing to, to follow someone like that. Because I think that's, that's going to give you a better sense of identity. And it's going to make you dress better for your shape as well. Because it might be that your friend looks great in that style because she has a completely different body shape to you. Whereas if you dress for your body shape, you're going to look so much more stylish and you're going to feel so much more comfortable as well. So a really um, a really good tip is just to start thinking about some styles that you like. Think about the music that you like. If you like, you know, rock music or indie music, you might be better going down more of like a rock chick style personality. Um, if you like more of like the 80s or the 90s kind of styles, go for those kind of things, you know, like dungarees and stuff like that. Um, think about what you like don't think about what your friends like because you're the one that's got to wear it and you're likely to inspire other people to do the same and you're going to find it much easier as you get older to choose items of clothing that suit you and that suit your personality because you've already done that from an early age I think that's where a lot of people get stuck when I meet them at this stage when they're in their 30s and 40s because they have they've had their sense of style I don't know, earlier on, and then they have kids and they suddenly think, oh, I don't know, I don't know who I am anymore and I don't know what, I I should be dressing like the mums at the school gate, but when I wear that, it doesn't feel like me. So the earlier you can do that and get that very clear sense of style, the easier it will be to carry it on through the rest of your life. And it it is very hard to do this because obviously there's that fear of being laughed at And I'll be honest with you, I'm in my 30s and I I still have that little fear in the back of my head because when I go to the school gate to pick up my son, it's no different to being back in the school playground at secondary school because I dress quite differently to a lot of other people. I like quite a quirky sense of style. I like a bit of 90s, a little bit of 80s. So when I walk into the playground in my dungarees or, you know, quirky prints, I do stand out but I also don't really care because I think I'm so clear about what I love and what makes me feel good that I don't want to fade into the background I don't want to blend in I want to stand out and if that means that somebody's going to laugh about me or they're going to whisper under their breath about me or whatever it is I don't care because I've got that sense of identity and to me that's a really important thing to have So yeah, you may get a few comments, you may get whispered about, you may get laughed about, but I tell you what, 
they're probably jealous because they haven't got the confidence to do it. They haven't got the guts to follow what they like. They're following what everybody else does. And if you can be that person that breaks out of the mould, honestly, it will pay off. You just got to do it. Something else I want to touch on is if any of you are having a rubbish time at school at the moment, if any of you are being bullied, if any of you are being picked on by someone, whether it's a boy or whether you've fallen out with your friends or there's a particularly mean girl at school that says nasty things about you, you will not be with these people for the rest of your life. I know that when you're at school, it feels like it feels like you're in a cage and you're never going to get out of it. And I so clearly remember this and I get so emotional about this subject. I'm fully in my flow now. Um, when you're at school, it's the be all and end all. The popular girls are always going to be the popular girls. The popular girls are always going to be dating the popular boys. And you're always going to be in this place where you're at right now. That is not going to happen. Whatever you're going through right now, it's not permanent. It's not forever. It won't last. Honestly, I, I'm literally punching the air right now. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you about what happened to me at school and I'm going to keep it brief. When I was at secondary school, so hang on, let me take it back. When I was at primary school, I had the happiest time. I was so confident. I was in the school plays. I had friends everywhere. I had boys as friends. I had girls as friends. I had friends in different years. I was so confident. And I was in like a little bubble. And when I got to secondary school, it was like, I, it was, it was horrible because suddenly I realised how horrible people could be and it was like this confidence was just stripped off me piece by piece by piece, different people either looking at me or saying things or doing things and pushing me over and one boy that used to target me in particular, he used to grab me around my neck when the classroom was empty and him and his friends used to walk behind me and just taunt me saying my name over and over again and I used to sit in assembly every morning and I would look at the door and because he was always late this boy and I would sit there and I think oh phew he's not coming in he's not coming in I'm safe for today and then my heart would sink because I'd see him walk in and I'd think to myself right that's it that's I've got another day of it and I'm 36 girls but I remember this like it I feel that pain now, genuinely. And this went on for years and I moved, eventually I moved forms because of it. So I moved away from him. Um, but I then had girls that sat behind me and I used to wear funky things in my hair. Like at that time there was, um, you know, hair accessories were really big. They were like chopsticks and things you could wear in your hair. And I used to love doing stuff like that because wearing a school uniform, the only way I could express myself my style was through hair accessories and these girls used to sit behind me what have you got in your hair what is that um look how big her hair is look how frizzy her hair is like they would just sit behind me every single lesson and say this it was so awful but do you know what you feel like that's going to be your life and you feel like there's no way out and that these people are going to influence your whole life forever and they're going to be with you and they're not the day that school finishes 
you never have to see them again. You go even if you go to the same sixth form, sixth form is like a whole different ball game. It's like everybody changes and everybody matures over that summer and it's that chance to kind of reinvent yourself a little bit. And it was when I went to sixth form that I I made these amazing friends who I'm still so friends with now, a group of boys. And you know, having had this negative experience when I was at secondary school with boys that picked on me, going to sixth form and making this whole fresh new set of friends. And I I like boys because I have a very similar sense of humour and I find them very straightforward to get on with. Um, I've never fallen out with them or anything. They're just easy. And um, yeah, I'm still friends with them all now. I'm friends with their wives and it's just beautiful. And I never saw this horrible boy again. God knows what happened to him. Who knows? Maybe, maybe now he's, he thinks about what he did at school. Maybe he doesn't remember. Maybe he didn't think it was a big deal. Um, whatever you're going through right now at school, it's not forever. If you've got girls that are being horrible to you, if you've fallen out with your friends, you're not going to be friends with them in a few years time. You'll go your separate ways. You'll make better friends. You'll meet people in your life who, I'm getting really emotional. <laughs> God, um, You'll meet people in your life who will change your life for the better. And you don't even know them yet. And you have so much ahead of you that whatever it is you're going through right now, it won't last forever. So if you're having a really tough time at the moment or if all your friends have fallen out with you or they're talking about you, whatever's going on, you will have a time where you won't see them again and you will have good friends and you'll have good people in your life. So I just want to remind you of that because when you're at school, you can feel like you're trapped. And I totally feel that. I, I feel it now like it was like it was yesterday. But I can assure you that whatever is happening to you right now is a very, very small part of the rest of your life. And there is so much ahead of you and so much to live for and so much positive stuff ahead of you that you can't even imagine is going to happen to you you've just got to keep going and keep being true to yourself and be the wonderful person that you are oh blimey <laughs> wow that was emotional um I think I'm going to leave it there because I think there's enough for you to have a little think about and have a ponder um I really really hope that this has helped in some way today if I've helped just one of you my job is done and I would love to work with teenagers more and I don't know if any of you are allowed Instagram or whatever but if you have been touched by this or if you want to talk about anything or let me know how you have found this whether it's through your mum's Instagram account or whatever please get in touch and let me know because I really want to help you guys and I really want to help that next generation that's coming through because I can see all the things I can see all the damage that's been done with myself over the years and the damage that other women have experienced and I really want to prevent so many of you from feeling those things so if I've helped you in some way today I would really love to hear about it it's been really lovely to chat to you today girls and um please please remember that nothing is permanent and that you have a whole life of positivity ahead of you. You've just got to keep believing in yourself and trusting yourself, your style, and that you can do this. 
big, big hugs. See you later.